The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I am Lane. Uh, I'm Art. And I'm Brian. It's Thursday edition. How are you, fellas? I'm just, Art's I'm about giggling. to laugh. I'm I don't d- know I'm why. Just, I'm just giddy because uh, just for the listeners out there, uh, the, the statement that was made right before we started <laughs> by Lane was like, he doesn't even have a mic. It's like not even there. It's not even in the room. We, let's say, <laughs> and it was just hilarious to me. Talking about yourself being yeah. uh, ill-prepared yeah. for yeah, the podcast. I was, exactly. I was ill-prepared. Um, you know, I recorded in the Cayenne last time. The mic oh. was not in the stand. We were about to hit play. You know, all the these whole, things are just... whole thing, the, dude. The whole nine. The yeah, whole nine. Yeah, it was a full little scene, I'm going to call it. Full on little scene. <laughs> Big little scene. <laughs> yep. Um, well, it's Thursday edition. It is. Um, you just said you were, right as we were about to record, Art, you said, I just got some news. Oh, dude, I just got some news. So it's very, very automotive uh, relevant. Uh, my mother-in-law has an app on her phone that can identify plants, right? Not automotive. And, um, and uh, there's a, a freaking tree in front of my house that's blooming like crazy right now. And I'm like, it's winter? Why is this thing covered in flowers? And um, I'm, I asked her if she could actually run it, and she sent me uh, a response, and she said it's a Bradford pear tree. It produces lots of sweet fruit from August to October, and blah, 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 blah. But um, pretty cool. I have a pear tree in my property, which I do Wait, not know this, about. Whoa. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> so let's just unload. Let's just take some of this. Let's unpack <laughs> this. Unpack this. Let's unpack what this. the That's fuck what just happened, guys? Can you guys, okay. can you guys please prevent me from closing my computer right now? <laughs> I know. Dude. Stop me. <laughs> Just know. stop me from doing it. Don't let me do don't it. Do it. Don't, do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, oh, okay. my. The one, one thing that stood out to me, we can start anywhere, really. But, um, Shaking one head. Thing, one thing that started out, stood out to me was when he said, she ran it. Like, <laughs> like you know. Like she ran the van. She ran the van is what I was thinking. She ran the van on the tree, dude. What was the production date, Art? <laughs> uh, it's a it's like a ten year old tire. I don't know, man. <laughs> spring of uh, yeah. Oh spring my of god! Wait, didn't he start it? Preface it with this is car related. <laughs> and I just got yeah. some news. Yeah, and, he, and his this excitement level in. was way too high. Oh, way yeah. too high. I mean, that's cool to have a pear tree. I mean, that's rad. But do you have a pear tree? You know what I really I like, like? And I don't know if this is the PC term is Asian pears. I oh, like them I a lot. That's what Those called. are good. Um. And they're kind of rare. Uh, a good Asian pear, you don't come across all that often. So when you do, I mean, unless you're in an Asian market, of course, don't get me wrong, but you really got to grab Art hold of them. clearly has Mexican pears. Yeah, Mexican pears is, is mm. where it's at. Yeah. That's right. They, uh, they, uh, I, by the way, very underrated Lane's comment last, whenever we recorded last, uh, that, the, that the Mexican rally driver drives a, a Citroen cactus. That was very oh. good. I, he was on his toes. I appreciated that one, Lane. You, you did not get any respect for that, and I, I just want oh, to thanks. call it out. I don't even there. remember that. Exactly. It got lost in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Copperhead Furniture says, oh, by the way, you can submit questions on Instagram every uh, Tuesday, typically. Uh, Copperhead Furniture, 
What's your thoughts on an R53 Mini Cooper S as a Canyon track car? Any other options for low-cost, fast, lightweight cars? No motor swaps. I'm all in on R53. If that's if you're, up I don't for know. It. An R, is that the first one? That's first gen. Yeah, stuff? It's a, yeah, it's Super a first charge? gen. Ended in 06, I think it was the last year. Brian 07 has one right now, or had one. Turbocharged. Yeah. What was it? Oh no, yours is a yours is a later gen. I don't think so. Yeah, yours is turbocharged, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, supercharged okay. is where, yeah. Yeah, this super is where it's Wait. at, right? Oh, well, yeah. no, it, it's bulbous. got boost. I don't know if it's turbo or supercharged. <laughs> it's got boost. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure based on your picture, that's a, the prior or the next generation. Oh, okay. Well, it's 2007. Yeah. Okay. First of the new gotcha. R56, uh, R54. I can't remember what they call them. Okay. Four comes yeah. after three, so that would make sense. But yeah, maybe right. it's an R54. Um, but R53s yeah. are rad. Supercharger sounds cool. Um, I don't really have a lot of seat time. I know you do, Warren, because your wife had yeah. one. But uh, yeah, yeah, Sarah ordered one brand new and uh, a Mini Cooper S six speed manual, and it was a great little car. Um, yeah. If you're familiar with BMWs, it's like very straightforward. There's only a couple major things to look out for, but I think they're great. They are not. They're not going to be like a Civic Si as far as you know uh upkeep but uh Wait, why, do you say, pl- why do you say familiar with bmws like just be, as an example of if you're already ready for that type of maintenance well, well, like, they were made by BMW. BMW. no they're BMW. produced by bmw well no i know that but it's fitting. like nothing oh, no, i was just saying like, like all the fittings and stuff like working on them is very german germanic yeah? feeling huh yeah yeah so, so wham i mean i think it's form. important to mention you said that there are a couple serious things what are those serious things well, supercharger needs supercharger needs service at a certain point. There's oil in there, and it's kind of a pain in the ass. No one, no like first owners really did it, and some second mm. owners probably like skipped on that if they could. Uh, not a big deal, um, but that's one thing. Cylinder heads are better on those than the the later turbocharged ones. But um, I'm trying to think of anything else major as far as that goes. I think cooling system stuff, but it's nothing like crazy. It's all just consumables and. Mm. And stuff like that, but they're a really tight, fun car, and I like the interior quite a bit. Um, just a good little package. Any other yeah. like cheap or not cheap, but lightweight uh, cars come to mind in that kind of class? Well, I, I wanted mean, to like mention, Mark I wanted five, to talk six, about this car real quick. GTI, yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Um, so um, I've driven them; they're awesome. They handle extremely well. I actually got the autocross one, which was fun, and a lot of liftoff oversteer in the S. Like you could totally make them rotate at will, um, but. The one thing about them that I keep hearing consistently now, like I drove them when they were new or like immediately after that, is that apparently the interiors fall apart like crazy, right? Like I, mean, I know Farrell huh. always talks about it. And I've like heard the cars kind of fall apart, right? It's oh, like the whole 60,000 really. miles, 70,000 miles. You kind of Yeah, like... we had a hundred and like 106 on it or something. And uh, the interior was perfect. Granted, my wife keeps her cars really nice usually. And um, that was definitely part of it, but uh, now I felt it. It felt pretty like three series, maybe three series plus build quality. Hmm. That's kind of where I was at on it. Yeah, and I always thought the same at that at the time. I'm like, like this, the it's a tight little fit finish in this interior here, and and it's yeah. because I think they had to try really hard, right? Because it was the first generation; they had just relaunched this car, and like the effort that they put into marketing and building that car was like pretty like renowned, Dude, right? Like for being like it was amazing. Dude, yeah, amazing. it's like, cool, it's, and it's designed by Frank Stevenson. It's pretty rad. Oh, right. He yeah. designed the F1, so McLaren F1, Brian. Pretty Dude, epic. Um, you know. Dude, I can't yeah, believe um, I, the, the <laughs> Driving one for a few days, the freaking speedometer in the center is ridiculous. This is the, so the that's next what you, generation. 
That's what you want to avoid. And actually, you could, I think you could get it on the first gen, but um, Sarah's car, had a, I think it's called the Chrono Pack, and it's just two little gauges in front of the steering wheel for tack and speed. Oh, nice. And then it's got like a kind of a cool Chrono watch face in place of that big center stack speedometer. Mm, and that has like oil pressure and fuel and some other stuff, but it's like really well done. But it's a very rare thing. Like, I'd say 90% of them have a single like speedometer, and then other ones have the big speedometer on the, the center. But Look for one with a chrono pack if you can you find it. Bring That's up another go. point, actually, because I was I've been driving this thing and uh, there is no freaking like coolant temperature gauge. <laughs> Like I know, I don't well, have, I don't like have any, that... I don't have any gauges, and that's I like know. driving me crazy. Like I, or I was just like taking a note that that would drive me crazy if I was owning this I car. A chrono package you, like, that would be so rad. Sitting in both of those generations back, back to back, it is so painfully obvious how much better the first one is. Oh really? It's like all the touch points, just yeah. everything in the the fifty four. We'll call it. I can't remember what it is. Is bulbous. It's like they just added a little more f- like fat to everything, yeah. and it comes through in the design. Even yeah. the face, you can look at it; just looks bloated, and that just continued. Like if you looked at a, a diagram of mini designs, like I don't even know what we're doing now. There's yeah, like it kept getting blobbier, four door. Yeah, just getting yeah. bigger, 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 and weirder. And, I'm, and by, I'm out. by the way, I'm, I keep looking out because I'm my garage is open. I'm literally staring at it right now, um, but yeah. I'm, I'm not looking at the front and. There, this thing's super fun, though. I mean, you know, I, yeah. I think dr- driving experience-wise between the different models, it's probably kind of similar. Than, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this and this one's all done up, um, you know, with uh, I think it's got like H and R springs and you know good Bilsteins and uh, all sorts of little doodads. I think for handling um, blow-off valve. I don't know if that's stock, but it's like making all these psh, 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 definitely not stock. Uh, probably not. Yeah, I, I think this thing's kind of pumped up, actually. Good tires and all that. Um, it's uh, it's actually amazing how much power this thing has. Um, it's basically it, like power anywhere. That's like, souped up, then. That's not the way they are stocked. Yeah. I mean, they have power, but they're they're kind of, I mean, they're not super fast. Yeah, what are they stock? Like 180 horsepower or something? 60, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah it, this one, it you can... It doesn't take much to build the boost up, and and you're basically like never wanting for more power. It's always you know you always have extra pedal to give if you want. Um, mm. For our back roads, it's it's plenty, um, yeah. and yeah, it's super super tossable. It it it's not uh, you know one of these with a wheelbase that seems kind of short like this, or maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it's just the overhangs are short, but. Um, I would kind of expect it to be like a little twitchy and unsettled on our roads, but it really fits perfectly. It's. I it's, think it's not that short of a wheelbase because yeah. it is. The wheels are at both ends of the car. They yeah, to, they total, total dramatic ends. Yeah, very short overhangs. I think which it's I love. actually like yeah. I remember. I don't know. I I feel like it was like at like a hundred inches or something. Like which that. model did you say it is, Brian? Uh, it's got like a badge delete and everything. I think it's an S. Uh, okay. I'd have to no, look JC, at the door JCW sill. or something. It's. I don't think it's a JCW. Uh, Any other uh, cars come to special. mind for this question? Or do you guys want to move? Yeah. On? Well, what about the GTI? Yeah, GTI is a good choice. Like yeah. Mark Five, Mark Six is same territory, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, that was like their lightning program, right? Like they were getting a lighter than the previous generation. Isn't that true? I believe so. Well, I mean, uh, I was versus picturing four. like lightning bolts. Yeah, yeah, versus four, and then I think five and six was basically the same. Yeah, and then five, seven and was I think lighter than the six, but um, but yeah, that's a good choice. It's not as light as the mini. I don't know how much the mini weighs, but I'm guessing it's like twenty six hundred ish. 
and the GTRs are more like around three thousand, right? So a little different there, but uh, that's a pretty big difference. Civic, yeah. I mean, you can go like Civic Si from that era, maybe. Yeah, I was um, wondering. It was like EP three is cool. I think I think those are rad if you're comparing against the Mini. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the engine's not as exciting, but it's it's definitely a, a good little ba- a good balanced car. Um, I was thinking like if he's willing to go older, like get a CRX SI, and then you have I mean it's very very light and it's not as powerful, but uh, it's still super fun and it's definitely a Canyon Carver slash track car if you want to go that route. Um, I think he said he wanted some power, right? Wasn't that part of the question? So it, it says fast. So okay, I mean, yeah. it's probably I mean you know the CRX has probably a hundred and. 10 horsepower stock yeah. but it weighs you know like 2,000 pounds right so um it's a different thing uh, trying to think of something with more power one if, thing if, cool i did i i uh watched something with um frank stevenson talking about the mini cooper not long ago and he was kind of he said it was like his like the car that he had the most control over and like there was nothing he would change basically from the design where he had complete control and that's the only way he would do it. Mm. And basically like, cause they were asking him like, what would you change? Or what got like, what got lost in translation from like, mo- like prototype to like streetcar. And he basically mm. said nothing, which that's is like kind of a cool, which that's is an like, awesome so thing, rare. dude. That's so, so cool rare, to right? hear. Right. Yeah. And yeah. You're like something, right. Some like yeah. little angle, some uh, packaging issue. Yeah. And it made points. me like the car a little more too, because to think that that's someone's like ultimate, interpretation of what the new mini should have been and and he's a pretty iconic designer you know designed the what he did he design the enzo i don't know ferrari 430 maybe and Mm. i don't know but he's i don't know when i see those cars uh, for sale like i definitely will take notice like if it's on auction somewhere and i'll definitely open up like a well-modified one or it's very enticing Kind of look Dude, at them there was again. just I, one on Bring a Trailer that went for a pretty reasonable price. It was very tastefully modified, uh, nice. and I, I, you know, went so far as clicking the watch button. Um, yeah, um, R- Richard Radcliffe has one down south, and he brought mm-hmm. it up on a rally, and it's it's exactly what you'd be looking so, for. It's like so real dark quick since blue, you guys are oh sorry good lowered nothing yeah no, since you guys are looking at those regularly like what does a, a nice a, a nice driver condition you know sub hundred thousand mile car go for i'm curious i mean if you're looking just like bone stock used car they're pretty yeah. fucking cheap dude like, like I seven think grand will get you a nice car yeah i was gonna yeah. say like five six grand you're probably fine and then like obviously okay. if you get one that's totally dialed upgraded brake suspension it's going to be closer yeah. to 10 or maybe more low mm. mileage and stuff but um the, some of the rare ones like john cooper works um those can be a little like more collector status with low mileage, but for a fun, DWA yeah, they can be rally, up to like fifty grand for like those. Uh, the, I know the one without the, what's the rear seat delete one the GP, uh, GP. Yeah. and then John Cooper Works ones are probably like around twenty ish. Mm. I always thought a GP one. would be a great city car. I mean, I know it's a little rough, but parking those, I was kind of the game changer because my wife lived in San Francisco when she bought the car, and there's probably like, I mean, Art can speak to this, but like thirty percent more parking spaces open to you as a mini driver. Yep. Or a smart smart car, or you know, yeah, yeah Fiat. For sure. Fiat um, one other one I want to throw into the mix here is NB Miata. I know they're not. I mean, like we're I don't know front wheel drives a thing, but um, they're quick enough. You know, they're not as slow as the earlier cars, and they're a little more refined. As you know, like a, it's closer to an R fifty three, right, in terms of interior materials and quiet and all that. But um, super fun car. Obviously, one of the most track cars in the world, um, and the most aftermarket support. And you're in that price range, um, so I think that would work too. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, so the two that I was watching recently, 48,000 Mile, uh, 2013 John Cooper, uh, Mini John Cooper Works, GP. Yeah, but you don't want that gen. I'm, I'm saying you don't R53 only. Oh, okay. That's like just, yeah, anything. Okay. Those turbochargers were Never mind kind of junky. Okay. I didn't know that yeah. at the time. Look for uh, an 06 or Here's older. 05 Mini Cooper S six speed sold um How just, many miles? Uh, a few days ago. Uh forty one thousand miles. Super uh, low, low yeah. miles. Twelve thousand five hundred bucks. And it's got there you r- go. rad wheels. Um and, and that's uh, like collector very you know, clean. That'll just it's got the it's got the chrono pack. Chrono package. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. a cool car. I and mean, those are definitely they're not I don't think they're gonna lose value either. That's like that's a yeah. co- that's a cool car. Getting an unmolested one is definitely like a nice like just drive and sell for what you yeah. bought it for or more in three years kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, how uh, how do you guys feel about the uh, the coupe? Oh, the worst car. No. <laughs> it looks the like little, it's wearing the like baseball a baseball helmet or backwards. Yeah, it's baseball like a helmet? backwards uh, Kangle hat or something. Yeah. You know? Oh shit. Um, I do like the spider though, which is the the two door roadster they made. Um, without the top on, it looks fairly okay. But Wait, once they it's put that a spider? little, they call it a spider. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you, a you not okay roadster. use of the term. Roadster. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but they you made a convertible as well. Yeah. So wait, what's the difference between the convertible and the roadster? The the roadster's two seats. Oh, and it has a chop down windshield, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Like the like the coupe thing. It's exactly like the coupe, but without yeah. the penis head. Okay. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if we could I, do that with every question, seventeen minutes, yeah. we're fucking setting but, records here, people. And to keep keep it going, I did uh, get the chance oh, to drive shit. a full race car one um, uh, at uh, Sonoma, but of the um, mini, yeah, mini, uh, fully you just caged, that in now? fully, uh, <laughs> you know, all the suspension. I think um, you just remembered that now is what happened. No, no, no. I was just letting things develop oh. here. But I think uh, I remember you talking about that a long time ago. <laughs> letting things develop like a news story. Just well, I mean, it's just it's really not that relevant. Like my driving impression was like it was basically they just bolted everything together and it was just unsorted. So it was Ooh. super difficult to drive. Like it was oh, like shitty. ultra stiff um, and felt like a short wheelbase for that track, I guess. But it was probably just the alignment settings were off. Uh, mm-hmm. And so turn in was way too quick and uh, stuff like that. So it made it, it just kind of like bouncing around. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, anyways, people do build huh. those as race cars. Okay. Since um, I'm the wheelbase guy, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Are you trying to do an entire podcast just on this question? <laughs> Holy think. shit. Uh, I can't find it, dude. The new one, the new ones, dude. Uh, the wheelbase. Oh no, that's a Countryman has a 105 inch wheelbase. Yeah, they make like an SUV now or something. 98.2. So really they make a fucking camper mobile oh, or something. Right, right, right. It's like, yeah. I mean, they make yeah. a sports mobile. I don't even know. Yeah. 97, 97.1 inches. Yeah, so pretty mm-hmm. decent. That's All the same right. as a good golf. wheelbase. Yeah. That's the same as a Miata, wheelbase. basic. No, Miata's like 89, I think. Yeah, I think so. Kyle JF90 says. If you had to replace one interior part of your car with cheese, what mm. would it be? And what kind of cheese? Ooh. I can't yeah. help but think it's a shifter. Shift knob. Oh, I would oh, have the shifter. Smelly smelly hand. Hand. Gross. It's it's the last thing you want is something you have to touch. <laughs> ZHP cheese knob. <laughs> no, it'd be like the horn button and a replaceable like little cheese wheels. I could just nibble Ooh. at it. Oh. <laughs> you just lean forward and take a bite. 
Yeah, and I'm then I put a new the... cheese wheel in every week. I feel like you got to do hard Parmesan mm. just to, you know, keep yeah, things a little hardest. bit less from, from you know, less. No, like a brie, on. like sauce. I can like dip something in it. Like, oh, you know? whoa. All right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just don't driving? let it get too hot. Yeah. Oh, God. Day, day point one would be bad. Um, I'm going hard Parmesan, the rind, if I can get it, um, mm. for my armrest in the Mighty Max. On the so, other side, yeah. Passenger armrest, um, hard as I can get, aged to perfection, uh, Parmesan. <laughs> mm. That could yeah. be a good alternative to your... And that's uh, a, that's what's a, the solution, everyone's... T- ramen. Dude, Better gonna, than ramen, right? Ramen. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna jump right in, guys, and I'm gonna say uh, mozzarella for my seat cushion. Wait, you already You're said crazy. shifter, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna jump right in. <laughs> <laughs> I nice love it. I love big, this idea. Nice big soft cheese. Yeah, wow. that's a good call. Yep. Yep. Maybe a little a little brine water in there to like oh, waterbed it. Like there you go inside, like a full on bag. You just have yeah, a wet dude, cheese bud all the time. By the way, no, where where they. Where's the uh, where's the cheese beds? We have water beds. You could just uh, put cheese, cheese bed would cheese... be more comfortable. Yeah, pretty nice. A little burrata bed. Oh, burrata bed. Oh, who doesn't want to sleep on a pillow of burrata? Yeah, you just lean <laughs> and over some and take a nibble, cheese. Lane style. Swiss nacho cheese, cheese bed kind of suck. Picture it so cold. Um, I'm going pecorino, right? Because you guys already went parmesan. Nope. What so does that mean? We want a we want a hard pecorino? cheese. We want another hard cheese. Yeah. Where do you pecorino. want it? Pecorino. Yep, a pecorino, and I'm going to go with the what do you call it? The little fucking um, the switch, not the switch, latch on my glove box. Thank you. Just keep that's, it minimal. That's super intricate, dude. <laughs> Stokedius too. I know, like, like you're gonna like yeah. hone that thing out of cheese and hell what yeah. The? It, but it's something that I very I rarely touch, and it's out of the way, and I'm not gonna. Hey, I just you know. I mean, you might as well put some in the trunk. You might you might as well say like the oh, retainer right. that holds down your spare tire or something. Ooh, How about bumper? Go. How about just a Parmesan cheese bumper? bumper? Yeah, good idea. Oh, bumper good idea. <laughs> <laughs> five yeah. mile an hour limit um uh, hey uh, art wasn't that your nickname in high school five mile per hour limit no pecorino pecorino yeah. uh yeah i guess <laughs> well, um, i'm trying to th- i'm trying to think of how that would be but cheese um, bumper what you got? um how about Mr. this how about this uh string cheese safety belts Oh, dude, I got something. So fast. I got you're sitting there you and you just so like fast. pull a little bit off. Um, num, num. Pull a little bit <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah. A little That's safer so with every bite. Uh, a little <laughs> less safe, safe, I mean. Yeah, no, dude. A little more dangerous. I, I, I got this. I, I'm going to put a little uh, model uh, of an R53 Mini Cooper <laughs> in Parmesan on my dashboard All just because right. I wanted to throw in the R53 I think this uh, question... Again. We're trying to make it go on like the Mini Cooper question, maybe. Yeah, it might be done. There, yeah, yeah I, exactly. I think I think there's more here, guys. My name is Warren. I am Lane, and we are here to talk to you about Copart, a new sponsor of the Driving While Awesome podcast. We are excited to have them on board because these guys are perfect for anyone looking for salvage cars. They have a lot of used cars, like new, slightly damaged vehicles, and even stuff from rental companies like Enterprise, Hertz, Avis, and Rent-A-Car. We know Brian's always looking for a minivan. Copart may be the perfect place to find that minivan, and it's an auction. 
So you get good photos. Uh, you kind of know what you're getting, unlike some of these Craigslist ads and whatnot. Um, they even have some kind of hard-to-find cars, right, Lane? Yeah, they have uh, K-trucks, like the uh, trucks that Warren and I drove on the recent Round Cat Rally um, where we drove some Honda Acties, and they have a little uh, Warren searched Mitsubishi and found a little Mitsubishi K-truck dump truck, actually. We all know that auctions are kind of taking over here in the online world, and these guys have a mobile app. Um 100% online auctions. Uh, once you get signed up, it's pretty easy to search for your vehicles, jump right into auctions. You can even save your searches and get email alerts for a specific vehicle, which is super useful. Um, and people aren't picking these cars apart before they're sold. This is, you buy the entire car, it's what you see is what you get. So, yeah. you know, when you go to pick and pull or pick apart uh, junkyard stuff, you get there and you think you're going to have a car left and all that's, you know, remaining is maybe the frame and uh, some old, I don't know. What's what's in the bottom of seats these I, days? I don't know, but I recently went to a, a pick and pull to try and find parts, and and uh, I basically wasted three and a half hours of my time because <laughs> the car go. had literally nothing on it. So I had one go. tail light, and it was cracked. But uh, oh, with this, perfect. this is the perfect thing for someone also. Like if you're swapped, if you're doing an LS swap or any kind of swap, you buy the whole car. You're buying the ECU. You're buying the transmission. You know, you're buying all these parts if you want to swap all these parts into a different car or if you just want to rebuild said car, you know, it might just, you know, some of these cars might have really minor damage or even no damage at all, really. But uh, right. Yeah. And a lot of our listeners are quite savvy with rebuilds and refurbishing cars. So what better place to look than uh, Copart? And you may find the perfect example of your car that needs a little love uh, for a lot less. So check out Copart.com. And uh, I would say bid with confidence. Joining Copart is easy and affordable. Usually memberships start at less than $5 a month, but we're giving our listeners an additional $20 off the basic membership. Go to copart.com slash DWA to get your special offer. That's copart.com slash DWA. Find your next vehicle for less at Copart. Mr. B. Phelps says... If you could recreate any wheel for your car and add any tire to it, what's your dream wheel tire setup? Oh, Art Cost knows. is Art irrelevant. Has in his mind, dude. Wow. Art has his tramp stamp yeah. on his back. Of this yeah. exact thing. Of this. Yeah. It actually used to be a tattoo underneath my current tattoo, but I, I was too embarrassed and I, I covered it up. It's too, you know. So it has to be for your car because it's not no. your favorite wheel tire combo of any car. It, I think it, it is. is. Yeah. No, I it think is. it no, is. Any car. Like any car. No, you get to but fit it says. It. But oh, I, I guess that's it, right? Like you're basically sizing it down. But every yeah. wheel doesn't work on every car. Yeah, so it has to be. So you can choice. choose the car. Is oh, that okay. part of the deal? No, it's so, your yeah. car. Isn't that what he says? Your car. Yeah. Oh, my car. Car. Yeah, if I'm read if I'm the one reading the question right, then you guys are in like, serious trouble. My favorite are teddy bears, and they wouldn't really look good on my car. Deep dish, though, you like the deep dish. Yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna go if you can choose the car too, because it's the favorite wheel and car combo. Then I I got your something. Car. But my car, your my car. car. 
That's my, right. Okay, I know what it is. I want the Ronal Magnesium three-piece wheels that uh, they made for... It was a DTM like wheel that was also made for streetcars. They're very, very rare and very expensive, but they look like a Ronal Turbo, but they're multi-piece, and the center is magnesium, and it's got that, like, the casted... You know, the cast, like, kind of, like grit you know what rough. i mean and yeah like and a, it's like rough italian wheel exactly like an old campagnolo and yeah. uh i love that texture and then the the ronal is kind of stamped and they're kind of weird you know it's kind not of like shitty kind of shitty and yeah. that's like such a cool look to me it's like very motorsport like very matter of fact mm-hmm. um i would get those with gold centers and put those on my car that's cool, my dude. favorite wheel for e30s and sorry what mm-hmm. tire oh tire combo oh damn <laughs> <laughs> I, reg- I regret saying that. God I damn retract it. my question. We were so close. <laughs> we almost escaped. I'll make it easy for you guys. I got to go with the El Jefes, man. The Cosmo El Jefes. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Choice. That's a good choice. Oh, my God. Farewell with Ronals. Yeah. Um, I'm going with uh, F40 LM, and there are a few manufacturers of this wheel, but mm. OZ made them. I think Speedline had their name on them at one point. Yeah. It's a five star. It's pretty. It's pretty it's simple, the, but it's it's called the Chronos, isn't it? The racing. I Kronos? think you might be right. Yeah, it's there's that. there's another style that's a little more flat. Oz, it's a flatter five star. Mm. But um, that's what I'm going with, and I think it would look good on an E30. And uh, tires, I would want the Pirelli P zeros from 1989. I want the, that crazy asymmetricos. Yeah, yeah, those asymmetricos. That's They were like yeah. a. You know, they would always have the white ads tire. were like dark and the. Yeah, yeah exactly. Those are, those are cool. Yeah. Those are oh, yeah, those wait, are, are those so those wheels? I mean, it's like a five spoke, and they kind of have a little bit. It goes. I don't know. They kind of look like the fifteen fifty two style wheels that they mm-hmm. reproduced, right? Yeah, like the chicanes. Now? Yeah, they yeah, the out chicanes. a little bit. Warren's yeah, yeah. offended. Yeah. Yeah. Warren's offended. Yeah, exactly. I'm offended because I like the chicanes. Those are cool. Um, yeah, they're they, kind of they like were, that. They remind me of those wheels. But these are um, more rounded spokes. Those are a little flatter and and more uh, of a sharp turn on the edge. These these are a little more chunky. I'm if pretty sure they're the Chronos, LM, Matt. Or, um, Wham, I think they're Chronos. You're saying Chronos? Yeah, yeah, I'll look it up. You guys go. I am going Ford with a uh, Ford-style steel wheel. Like a 15 by 9, something with a meaty offset. Uh, so it's got a little lip on there. And Michelin TB15s. Oh, yes. That's good. Big like old that. sidewall. Mm-hmm. That tread is rad, too. It's a cool, cool one. Um, I don't know, dude. I feel like I'm not a wheel. I'm not a wheel guy, dude. You're not a wheel guy? I no, I feel like it's very, it's so car specific, and I don't really have. Like for my car, I don't think I have like a dream. I don't have a dream wheel. Um, I like my my campies a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's my wheel. I don't know. I can't think of anything. I wanted Pentas for a while. Maybe I'll do a Penta. Mm, Maybe those just those a, good on there. Like a wide Penta, like a fifth, like a like a sixteen by nine or fifteen by nine in the back and eight in the front. What and color? then I'll do. Um, I'll do. Just because I like it on the red car, I'll do the gold in the Penta, and then I want to do, I'll do Yokohama AVS Intermediates. Nice, that's a good combo. It's a very '80s combo. Okay, I think we did it. I found a picture. I'm gonna send you guys. Um, all right, moving on here. Thank you very much. Um, 
Niceberg Slim says, if you had to align yourself with a certain negative car stereotype, what would you drive based on your personality? He lists some examples. I don't think it's limited to this, but uh, Ford Raptors equals guys who lift, do creatine, and wear shades. Infinities, guys who like vaping, listen to rap. Uh, Fuckboy image. Wait, 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 wait. He said negative image. Vaping and listening to rap are both pretty cool in my world. Pretty cool, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Chargers equals bravado show off. So I think he's saying if you had to like... If you had to take the negative, what would the negative be? What would be your uh, what would be your new clan? Hmm. This is kind of like a Lamborghini F40 question the other day, right? Kinda. I think that you could say you... this about like Overlanders, like the real rich kind of like perfect Tacoma with like fifty thousand dollars modifications, but is like has never gotten dirt on it. That's a that would be a clan. Mm. I'm I'm gonna be the. Mm. Douchebag millionaire vintage car racer. Eh? Scarf? Eh? Eh? Scarf guy? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Loafers? Yeah. And an attitude. That's that's pretty far from your current uh, trajectory. And you you would roll up in like a Ferrari 250 Lusso and just be like, hey, where's my fucking car? You guys remember the Lexus driving experience and there was that Ferrari dude. Oh, that guy. that's oh, who I would be. Guy. That's you, you don't want to be yeah, that I, guy, though. I got uh, so by I, the way. I, oh, it, this is the uh, less, yeah, lesser of all evils, right? Like yeah, we're yeah. trying to pick a bad one that we would, you know. Right. I don't know if I'm understanding this question right. Maybe I'm not. I don't. Uh, but we have to pick like the a bad trait, right? Yeah, I guess so. And then we have to like like which bad trait are we choosing? So it's not going to be a good answer no matter what. Yeah. yeah, but the car the car part is also key, right? Because if you're, I mean, like I'm down with vaping and rap music, but I don't want an infinity, so <laughs> that 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 one doesn't work for me. Um, trying to think of something that works. I have to read this question again because I'm. Uh, you guys are doing it. Um, so it's like a trade off question. I'm really, I'm trying to figure <laughs> this thing out still. What kind yeah. of dick do you want to be, Lane? I know, what but kind I of don't. Dick do you want to be? Oh, so do I? Does it have to? Does it coincide with the car though? Like. Do I go, okay, I want to be the Ferrari dude that wears all Ferrari gear all the time. Yeah, you can be yeah, a Porsche guy of, that way, too. Yeah, I can yeah, be exactly. the, or the BMW guy, right? The, there's oh, all the, guy. You all also f- need one of these if you're the BMW guy. Oh, you yeah, blue, you need the earpiece. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I guess it's that. Or the Lambo guy, I would have to wear, like, um, like jewelry and have my chest hair popping. Yeah. That works. So which one do that I want to be? I don't Oh, um, You're having... I don't know. I'll be the Ferrari guy. I'll be the Ferrari <laughs> douche. I'll be the Ferrari douche wearing all red, just like with the little lame hat. And uh, yeah, perfect. I'll have like my yeah. wife will have like Ferrari shoes on and shit. All right, and I make this... her wear them. So what? So the specific question is, what would you drive based on your personality? So uh, yeah, some specific Ferrari is what you're shooting. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Can I be okay. the 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 track day hobbyist guy who uh, wears the uh, the autocross hat that covers the neck with um, New Balance shoes? Uh, I think that's cargo, an autocross ca- hobbyist guy, not track. Car- yeah, car- well, they're they're everywhere. <laughs> autocross they're, I mean, nerd. Uh, it's cargo, autocross nerd. And cargo yeah, they have shorts. the zip off. The only no, but it's no, zip, zip off cargo pants. shorts. The only oh, yeah, reason it gets he hot could... later in the day. You're right. Yeah, it's just that hits a little too close to home for art right now. So uh, is it too? He, is that's it too why real? he didn't say is that. that. <laughs> it's too real. It's, it's almost real. like if you said autocross nerd, we'd be like, uh, awkward. That's kind of what you are. So not a relevant <laughs> yeah. answer. Um, well, um, 
shit i don't know what's the alternative here um can i the be drag racer is, uh, guy what if I'm, i i actually am super fascinated by like crazy overbuilt like meth nitro methane dragsters like can i be the guy that builds those and just like is just like kind of a dick harley guy but builds those engines maybe that's kind of is that a stereotype can you I don't know. can you instead be the street racer guy so it's all the illegal shit oh where backwards like, baseball cap and everything with like, like big it. old muscles you know and freaking tank tops with, with, a, with a wife beater only, always yeah yeah uh what and uh, maybe cross earring or just a loop earring on one side you no, think? you should go full George Michael. You'd be the first one in that scene to be full George Michael. You should Art do should that. be like Wild Hogs uh, Harley Hook. guy, like the accountant, like <laughs> kind of wealthy dude that rides a Harley and thinks he's like Wild Hogs. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's like the oh yeah, it's like the the guys with all the all the gear and like super nice pressed uh, vests and everything, and yeah, they ride yeah, yeah. occasionally. Yeah, but they're like lawyers or accountants or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm hella confused by this question, yo. <laughs> yeah. Is, did Wham say anything? What, what were you, Wham? No, Wham didn't. I'm Overlander. I'll be Overlander. Oh, Overlander. Guy. Okay. Coffee yeah. shop. That sounds good. Good coffee and like, nice, your, nice rig. Your, uh, like gas tanks and your um, shovel, shovel and your axe Polish. and the little like things to get out of sand have never been outside before. But they like, have fake patina on them. Ooh, yeah. That's another dude. layer of nastiness if you're doing fake patina on that. No, yeah. no, I don't. I won't be dude, part of that crew. But your your Instagram <laughs> account is key for this. You're like, oh, on it's everything. It. Yeah, you're posting photos every day of your rig. I'm and weird wearing spots. polar stuff gear. Yeah. I've oh, got shit. fucking my Verve coffee. Yeah, just chilling. That actually sounds like a pretty good lifestyle. I know. <laughs> I kind of like that actually. I mean, can I yeah. can I jump in on that too? Can I? Is I want your, I want the <laughs> new short wheelbase lander over just so I can live that life, dude. There, there you go. go. That's a, yeah. You need yeah. one of those too. Um, Joe Polo sixty eight says, "What would be your chosen driving profession if you're forced to drive as a career and racing and test driver are not among the options? Think Uber, bus driver, etc. What driving job would you want? But it's not the fun type." Dude, um, what, does this count a crane operator like at a huge construction I'll give it site? To you. That's super. Yeah, I'll give it to you. That, that's super cool, dude. Like you're way high up and you're picking up all this massive shit and like building stuff. That's so cool. I love that. I well, think no, I was going to give you the type the, of crane that you drive. Yeah, you're to on the, the edge site. if you're not actually driving. Yeah, I think you much. have to actually yeah. like pilot a thing. Damn it. It's okay, a, I know what I'm doing then. I'm a crane I'm a, truck. I'm a, this is terrible because it involves mining, and I know that's controversial. But one of those gigantic mining trucks that have the that's huge, a great one. The, the dump trucks. Those are so that's rad. A good one. You can mine concrete, dude. You're all good. oh, mine concrete. Yeah, dude. or mine mine uh, algae or something, right? Something the biggest cool. caterpillar dump truck, something like that, right? So cool. Yeah, and they the wheels are like two stories tall and shit. Like it's they're so cool. Yeah, that's cool. Would train count here, or is it only uh, car driving? Train hmm. counts. Conductor. Train huh? counts. I'm getting a train. Yeah. Brian's, Brian's, Brian's what, kind of train, what kind of train are we talking about? I, I just think that'd be a very relaxing uh, train operator job. Would be really relaxing. Would you be a smooth routes. operator, you think? or I would try my hardest. But, uh, you keep your overlander on the back, too. You guys ever watch that show um, where they bid for different shipping jobs, truck drivers? No. It was like kind of like one of those discovery shows like an ice road like, trucker thing i've truck heard of it i never Wars watched it. or something anyways it'd be like this guy has a crazy amusement park ride that he needs delivered from new york to alabama and then they would like bid on the job and then hmm. go do it and it would like show them how they load it and figure all that shit out that's a pretty boring show but, <laughs> no uh, it sounds pretty rad actually <laughs> that's exactly see, how all these shipping like companies it. work you know i could it's all... see how that job like being the rogue um driver for hire to, like 
trucker, dude. Where you just get these different random jobs, and yeah. it's like, well, I'm gonna tell you how about a tow truck well, uh, like, well, or a uh, uh, AAA guy or way too stressful. Wham, horrible. Wham. Let's go back to to what you were saying though. I just want to let you know that. You're going to love this, that uh, that is called a ronin in Japanese, what you're describing. So you would be a, basically a samurai for hire with a truck. So your show would be called something ronin, I think, you know, and I know you love that movie. So uh, it's very fitting. Is, it's happening. Okay. <laughs> He's uh, did you, are, you have him blushing for some reason. So I, do, I, mean, and I was, I was so excited because I'm just wondering if it's you're saying ronins are samurais for hire or in Japan they call truck drivers ronins. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that I, I actually What was your point? I'm asking you know you what I just asking. Oh, yeah, you're asking, asking me a question. You. Yeah. Oh, asking asking no. It's Sir, it's literally a, a, a masterless samurai for hire essentially is, no, it, is I know is what is a samurai. Yeah, we know a samurai. <laughs> Why but you're <laughs> So yeah. you're how samurai ronin is. Which am I you applying in, to your case? <laughs> you said in Japan they call those ronins, and I'm thinking, oh, it's a it's a joke. It was it was a joke because you're kind of like you're a samurai for hire, but you're driving a truck and doing odd jobs. Okay. But you you did present this. it more this like a fact out. rather yeah. than uh, <laughs> like I studied Japanese in <laughs> college, and I'm telling you that they call the tow trucks ronin. <laughs> Guys, well, uh, they call random my... truck drivers runnings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they, they right. completely obliterate all the like vast history of that's the Ronin. And that's now, they now it's that. down to the truck driver. Yeah. Shitty truck driver. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, okay. I have an answer for this, and it came to me almost immediately. So, uh, hmm. tiny uh, island uh, uh, off the coast of Thailand. We go to stay the night at this little secluded beach. And uh, so we get off the boat, and is our this an taxi. Invite? Uh, this is a story, Warren. <laughs> You're I'm stating telling this a story. like a fact. No. Uh, it is a fact. Yeah. Uh, this is an example of what I would be, right? So uh, we take a ferry. Uh, we get to our taxi. Um, the taxi is an old Toyota 22RE 4x4 pickup. Uh, the dude is driving. He's got his wife in the passenger seat. Two kids climbing around. Um, and we proceed to go up and over this mountain where we basically like get into our own climate zone where it's like pouring rain and, uh, they just stick us in the back of the pickup. But basically he's, it's like this full gnarly, like full four by four sesh, like through the muddy rain up the side of this mountain and then to down to the other side, uh, where we go to this like beautiful, uh, secluded beach and we have like our little place to stay there and everything. And I was like, (laughs) that made a huge impression on me. I was like, dude, this is retirement right here. I want to come down to this Island and buy a Toyota. And that's all I do is with my family. We're just wheeling all day given, you know, (laughs) stupid tourists rides in the back. Like we're all bumping our heads and everything, like barely falling, you know, barely holding on. Uh, Anyways, that's my, that would be my driving profession, even though, yeah, that's not race car. I, I don't really have a, a good one. Maybe like the, I'd be like the retired vets at Laguna Seca that just wheel people back and forth from the parking lot to the, the go on the golf carts. In the go- <laughs> golf carts, that'd be pretty <laughs> rad. Maybe I'll get a souped up one or something. But um, yeah, that could be fun. Okay, that's that's yeah, basically a Ronin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically <a> Ronin. <laughs> You're basically a Ronin. <laughs> golf cart samurai. All righty here. Um, just whittling through these for a moment. Uh, Big Fat Flip says, turns out Warren has been building a time machine out of all those Westie parts. By the way, it's not a Westie, but that's okay. Uh, that allowed you to travel in any point in time 
as a skilled driver. What are you trying to say? We're not skilled. What era and motorsport would you do? Uh, the Mille Miglia Monte Carlo Rally in a Group B, F1 in the 70s. Assume no risk as you would just end up back to present time if you die or crash. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Oh. So video game mode is basically what we're talking about here. You get to go back as get the reset. man. Yeah. Yeah, you reset and uh, you're good. So it's like you get a drive on any team. Uh, where would it be? When would it be? What does it look like? Damn. I'm going Formula One in the 80s. Early really? 80s, turbo yeah. era? What I'm going to go. At? I'm going to start in 1985 and see how far I go. Okay. Um, Till you die. See how far you go till you die. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Not that many deaths in that period. Right. I'm going like golden age, uh, 50s, uh, yeah, 50s Targa Florio or Mila Milia, whatever it is, like in Italy and the like Riviera, beautiful towns, amazing food, great style, um, these amazing cars that are legendary today. I think that's. Something mid fifties, maybe early fifties, like Sterling know. Moss era, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. SLR. I, I wonder how much of that you get to take in besides the drive, like because I, I read that one. All um, of it. That, that Sterling. Well, I mean, it's like I mean, just like the it whole sounded experience. like they went there. They went there. It was all business, and then they left. So like they yeah. like sure. So that's why. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, but that's your life is you travel F1 all around the like, world doing that. Then. Right, yeah. and F one was so gnarly then too, and in the eighties, I mean, you were like paparazzi scrutinized and. Um, I don't know. That's that was kind of a pressure pressure job. This seems like guys showing up in like slacks and dress shoes and then hopping in their '57 Testarossa and then it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's I, I, kind I of think, amazing. Yeah. But yeah, if you want, I, I mean, just picture like the whole scene. It's hard to yeah. be wrong. Hard I think F1 in the that. '80s was extreme. It's super glamorous too. Um, you it know, was. But, yeah. but, uh, but I mean, no, yeah, I, I think that's a good answer too. I, I can see the appeal. High, high Although pressure. you've heard the guys that were a little more introverted talk about how boring their lives were. In, in the 70s and 80s in F1, because there wasn't, like, you, you'd just be in your hotel room, you know, no, no like, devices or anything. It's just, like, you're on the road and, you know, mm. missing your family, essentially. Hmm. Who is that? Uh, I believe it was, uh, what's his name, the Australian um, guy? Um, from Alan the, Jones? Yeah, Alan Jones. Oh, yeah, gnarly. Yeah, that's, yeah, the early 80s. I mean, um, it just seemed like it, the way he pit like, the way he talked about it seemed like a very kind of depressing lifestyle. But as you said, but yeah, it de- it's I'm all sure, in the but personality. But it's all right? relative, right? Like if you're someone that's super outgoing and everything, you're you're at discos every night and stuff. But he wasn't that guy. So ooh, yeah. Uh, I w- I have a heart. I think California in like the '60s is pretty rad. You know, just the whole Southern California scene and yeah. stuff. So. I think if you're one of those 50s guys, 50s and 60s. I was actually, yeah, I was just gonna bring that up too. Cool, yeah, like dude. as an alternative to Warren's is like you could do a little bit later, and yeah, like when they were running, even like up here, like the the Pebble Beach stuff. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, in the 60s when everybody just, was when that's when like technology was actually like pumping up. Like that was that whole scene just seems really cool. Was, and then yeah. you could probably still go over. You you would still go overseas and do some races and stuff. You'd do still do twenty four hour Le Mans and stuff like that, which I think that's pretty cool too. But um, but you're doing a lot of these like yeah, like 
Dude, how cool would that be? Like Pebble Beach, that as a rogue course, that'd be so sick. That's cool. And, yeah. and you're almost and yeah, and as a privateer, it's almost like the better lifestyle. Like you could yeah. live just in California, have a normal life, but be a baller on a race circuit, privateer James style, Dean. and and just have fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's a good one. That's pretty ideal. I'm saying uh, 1995 uh, WRC Group A uh, racing against Colin McRae. Mm. Nice. That'd be amazing too. In the twenty-two B as well, or you yeah, to... yeah. Like yeah. I want to be on the Subaru team. Mm. <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah, the travel would be awesome. The scene would be amazing. The cars are pretty approachable, you know, compared right. to what we've gotten used to. And but yeah, that's, and yet, that's awesome. Uh, technically, far enough advanced where you see them flying through the air, you know, and actually like right, like landing. we're just barely allowed, like able to drive that car now. You know, versus like the new cars are seems so much higher. Yeah, it's limits. like crazy. Yeah, it's like you could handle those limits on short doses, and that sounds really fun. Great, good job, guys. That's really good. You guys did it. All right, three red letters asks, can you elaborate on what it's like to join a rally, and if you have any restrictions as far as types or generations of cars that can come rally and be awesome? That's a Thanks. great question. That's a good question. Man, I risk I miss rallies. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. Yeah. It's hard. So I think as far as the criteria for cars, um shoot. We've turned down like a CRZ, I think. And I think that's the only car. Maybe and maybe we like probably S- shouldn't. We probably shouldn't have. <laughs> like the CRZ might be kind of cool. Well, I, I think, think we it was in that situation. Packed. It was in that situation too, where we have yeah. so we many cars full. and so much interest, and then we have like a choice of maybe a couple more, and it's like it's a really difficult decision to make. Yeah, that was like, like at the very end too. We already had a full rally, basically. I think we were somewhere. packed, and then he asked, "Yeah, and was like, ah, shit." Sorry, yeah, but man. I mean, yeah, it's it's really. I mean, we talk about sense of occasion a lot, right? And it's a car that you would like to see at like cars and coffee or like somewhere that that's that's an interesting thing that other people would appreciate, but that you also are going to have a good time in. And by that, we also mean something that's going to give you a bit of a sense of adventure right like we sort of discourage modern cars we don't necessarily i mean we have modern cars on our rally we don't necessarily turn them all away but that's kind of one of the things we seek out right but um we try to mix it up a little bit and try to have a good group of people too um yeah go ahead i was just gonna say and uh it could be a very interesting car that we would normally allow but if there's like one modern Mustang or two or three, yes. But like, do we want five or six? Probably not. So if they're not like in the same crew or whatever, we would probably not take six of the same car, whether that's a, you know, a Miata, a GTI, but more modern stuff is easier to say no to. Yeah. Like a Mark 7 GTI is fine, but we're not going to, we don't want 10 of them on the rally. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then so there's that. an example, like what do you ask? Basically, how does it, how does it go down and everything? Um, I mean, we can give like a rundown of, yeah. What it's like we to everything. join. Yeah, we don't really sh- talk about the, the mechanics of like how to get on, but it is kind of like a unique thing. Actually, it's probably worth mentioning. Yeah. So and, and real quick, do, do you think he's asking literally how do you get on a rally and not what it's like to, to experience one? By I think he's asking both. Like, yeah, I think I think he's asking what it's like all to join both. a rally. Well, so I'll say this. So one quickly uh, is that we don't do we don't have to do a lot of turning away right now because uh, uh, right now it, when we put the rallies up, it's pretty competitive and it's like the people who know like they sell out really quick. So 
uh, the people who get in like know all about it and are already kind of like sold on the lifestyle of like having fun out there with whatever. So it's kind of like self, uh, self policing in a way. Like, yeah, people, the, the people who want it, the people who are quick to uh, go to the page and sign up are the same people who just want to bring something interesting. So it just yeah. happens naturally. But that's an important point is that they do sell out. Uh, we have an email list that we usually hit up first. And uh, for Patreon, like we have a Patreon uh, subscription where we specifically uh, open that up uh, early to our pa- Patreon subscribers. Um, that's when you get notified. Usually it's like, you know, there's a few steps where we say like, save the date, we're going to open registration, uh, and then so on. Then we say registration's open. And then, uh, you know, people are hopefully prepared to just like go on their computers. Usually it's easier when you're on a PC uh, rather than your mobile. And then uh, you fill it out, try to do it quick and get it in. And then, you know, last time it was like, and this is so long ago now, like super depressing that we're not having these events at the moment. But um, last one, it was like completely sold out in like six hours or something. Yeah. Um, last. And so then, uh, so we fill out the grid, you could call it super quickly. Uh, and then it's kind of like anticipation where people are posting, you know, like uh, hashtag DWA rally prep as they're checking off their to-do list which is like a whole part of it you know and and getting their cars ready um and then onto the rally itself we've probably talked a little bit more about that uh really but um but essentially we give you we have a meetup we have a meetup point we tell you what hotel we recommend hotels to stay at you book your hotels in advance right um we provide some meals on the rally like we'll do maybe two dinners and a lunch or just two dinners. It depends. And, uh, we have a meeting spot, you know, on whatever morning, say it starts on a Friday. We have a meeting spot that we tell you to meet at. At that point, we give you a swag bag and we give you a map to, of the whole rally and times of like when we're going to go eat, when we're having lunch, everything we're doing. And, uh, that's, and it all begins and everyone kind of and then it, gets and in these little groups and you, yeah, like it, it naturally like separates out. Like some people go off right away. Some people, uh, you know, then there's a big chunk that go in the middle and then some people lag behind. And then throughout the day, you're just kind of like, you know, pinballing around and hitting different destinations, stopping for gas, stopping for food, seeing all these cars, just like, you know, it's a traveling cars and coffee basically. And there's enough people there where there's like you leave at the end of the event and there's like still people you wanted to talk to, but never got around to it. But, um, really you're just like socializing during the whole thing. Um, yeah. And And hopefully on the three day rallies that we do or two and a half day rallies, you're, you're able to drive in a lot of different groups and meet up with a lot of different people. And, you know, you'll always, we'll be driving and there's like a beautiful, like say there's like a sunset or, you know, we're on the ocean. It's like a rad little Vista point. And you'll see like three cars pulled over. So you'll pull over and then six more cars will pull over right. and you guys all get out and you talk about all the roads you just drove, you know, hang out and check out the cars, take some pictures. And then you guys jump back in the car and you're in that group now where you might have been in a different group before. So that's always a real fun part of it. I and will it, say it, about the the selection process, we don't like like Brian was saying, we don't really kick. We don't really kick anyone out. It's kind of first come, first serve. Um, we reserve the right to. We reserve yeah. the right to because there yeah. might be something like, if you know, the, if, the we've had some lame cars. Yeah. We've had some super lame cars come on the rally, but a lot of times those are people's backup cars and like 
their normal car breaks the night before or on the way to the rally and that's totally fine but um and they they notify us of that but i have people have had people reach out to me and to us and say like oh i can't wait till i get a proper car to come on the rally and then i ask them what they have and they say like r53 mini or something and you're like dude you're total like that's a perfect car for the rally you know it's like i wouldn't want all r53 minis but that's totally acceptable you know or an nc miata or whatever you know like a lot of people think their car needs to be more special than it is um but it doesn't and and then another characteristic is pretty much across the board at the end of the day you end up completely wiped like it's a lot of sun it's a lot of like dehydration probably and wind whipping wind yeah noise um sometimes you're climbing around under your car or somebody else's car you know there's usually like a little moment or two where there's breakdowns and you're kind of helping replacing your alternator like before it starts like at the starting line (laughs) sometimes you gotta do that that and you sometimes you gotta put a chevy truck alternator in a chevy corvette for some reason Uh, right like minute one yeah that's what you're gonna be doing dealing with but yeah always like every time it's like end of the day you're pulling in and you're like completely wiped and it's like you kind of want to stay up and hang out with everybody but also you're falling asleep (laughs) and uh yeah yeah there's always cool like little parking lot parties and stuff where we're you know everyone's hanging out some two people are, have their cars up on jacks wrenching on them people are passing out beers soda pops whatever you whatever you have and then uh everyone walks to dinner together or or drives together holding hands that's yeah it's just a, kumbaya. Know, it's just a fun time and um a lot we, of like bonding with other car nerds i mean i don't know if he's trying to do this but obviously we're all tearing up right now just thinking about yeah, it super mm-hmm. sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, yeah. We'll, hopefully, we'll be able to plan one real soon too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they're planned. They just need to be able to fucking do them. Gosh darn it! Um, well, that's a podcast. That was a really fun question to end on, and uh, makes me think of our rallies and all of you listening at home or abroad, Indeed. wherever you may be. Yep. That's a podcast. Bye. All right, see you. Bye. Later. I have a pear tree in my property, which I do Wait, not know this, about. Whoa. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, Yeah, it really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.